Hey, Dog Speak Geeks. Do you ever feel frustrated? Well, your dog does. Frustration occurs when an animal is interrupted in reaching their goals. Unfortunately, this occurs all too often in the modern world when a dog's goals do not align with those of their human companion. This can be a source of distress for both you and your dog, but it can also lead to the development of problem behaviors and can damage the relationship that you have with your dog. But we have answers for you. Join us for a two-day in-person seminar October 5th and 6th with instruction by Daniel Shaw. Daniel Shaw is an animal behaviorist with a background in animal behavior, psychology, and neuroscience. He will be talking about what frustration is and how it can be identified, the difficulty of conventional approaches in resolving frustration, what influences the value of rewards, as well as supporting frustrated dogs and building frustration tolerance. You can buy early bird tickets now until August the 5th, and be sure that you join us for our pre-seminar social Friday evening where you can meet Daniel and the Dog Speak team. We look forward to seeing you October 5th and 6th in Nashville, Tennessee for the Neuroscience of Resolving Frustration in Dogs seminar. Hey guys, and welcome to the Dog Speak podcast. I am Nikki Ivey, your host. I am thrilled that you are joining me to talk puppies, dog training, real life manners, and more. Be sure to check out our Facebook page as well as our website at dogspeak101.com. Hey, Dog Speak Geeks, welcome to our new podcast. I want to welcome Gray Peebles. He is here to talk about CBD. How are you doing today, Gray? I'm good. Happy to be here. All right. We have been trying to get this recorded for quite some time, but uh, we've had some issues just getting our microphones to work, but I think we've got it going. And I will say I'm really super proud because Gray's been super busy because he's buying his first house and I'm super proud of him. So congratulations, Gray. Thank you. Thanks for taking your time out to come and and uh, do this. So we're going to talk about CBD and Gray's done all the research on this. We use CBD quite a bit with dogs. Um, we personally use it. Uh, we know a lot of humans that use it, but using it in pets is pretty important. So Gray, tell us a little bit about what CBD truly is. Yeah. So if you go online and read stuff about CBD, you're going to find so much stuff about it. I'm going to try to keep it, keep it as simple as possible and give you the information I know personally with my experiences and some of the clients that I've had. Basically, CBD, which is short for cannabidiol, is a chemical compound found in the hemp plant. Which is um, marijuana. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Um, there's different ways they, they cultivate it, and there's different laws on which what can be considered marijuana and what can be considered hemp. And we'll get more to that in a little bit. Yeah, because I think our I think a lot of clients get really scared that they're you know giving marijuana to their dog or that they're going to be taking marijuana. Um, so I think it's really confusing for them. Yeah, and the problem is when you, go on, when you go on Google and look up CBD or hemp oil or whatever, you find so many different articles and they end up just giving you a headache when you end up reading them. Which is why I'm glad you're doing this and I'm not. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a headache. But, you know, there, there's 113 you know, different cannabinoids in the hemp or marijuana plant and they're still finding out different, different properties for each cannabinoid. Wow. 
Um, and basically, you know, every mammal is born with these receptors in their brains. Uh, we call it the endocambroids. Uh, so we already have what it what it's doing. We kind of already have those receptors. Yeah, all there. mammals have these receptors in the nervous system that interesting that can um, absorb the, the CBD. Wow. Um, and unlike THC, its cousin, it is non-psychoactive. There are no mood changes. There's no high effect. There's no side effects at all, virtually. So you're, you're not going to get high on it. You're not going <laughs> to relax with it. <laughs> you're not going to be seeing stars in the daytime. No, not, not right, at all. Because so, I know a lot of people are really freaked out about that. And I mean, because medicinal marijuana is is so, you know, popular now. I mean, it's not in Tennessee. But I think that a lot of people think that because CBD is coming out on the market, that it's, you know, kind of too close to that marijuana. And it kind of freaks people out. But you're saying there's no psychoactive effects? Nope, not at all. Like that. Actually, legally here in Tennessee, um, hemp can only contain less than 0.3% THC. Other than that, um, if it's above 0.3% THC, it's considered cannabis. Oh, okay. It's considered marijuana with THC in it, which is illegal here in Tennessee, obviously. Um, so it's really, really important to do, do your research and figure out which product you want, and that's why I'm here to help you out. I've always been very confused on the difference between CBD and hemp. And I mean, growing up, you always saw, you know, things, products that were made of hemp. And of course, in my mind growing up, I'm thinking, ooh, this stuff is, you know, marijuana. But what is the difference between the CBD oil and your hemp oil? That's actually where it does get pretty complicated, especially when you try to research it. Well, basically, in a nutshell, CBD and hemp are a variety of the same species. They both come from the marijuana plant. Legally, like I was saying earlier, hemp is considered, you know, less than 0.3% THC. Anything above that is considered marijuana. Now, hemp does have CBD in it, but it's very, very low levels. When you're talking about hemp, you're usually referring to hemp seeds, the stalk, and the stems, which is usually, you know, made with lotions. Uh, it's high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. You can replace fish oil with it. It's a really good supplement, but okay. it's not used for any medicinal purposes. Ah, okay. So that's that the makes problem sense. with the marketing. Now, CBD is also found in marijuana, of course, but now they've started to breed the plants to where they can lower the THC volume and raise the CBD volume. So oh, wow. So I learned selective breeding with that stuff, oh. unlike they've been doing for millennia. Wow, so that's in They've gotten wow. to the point, you know, CBD is usually found in the resin of the plants, the flowering part of the resin. So hemp and cannabis sativa, marijuana, both have the flowering parts. The difference is, you know, medical plants have more CBD in it than industrial hemp. Okay. Hemp is mainly just for, you know, a supplement. You know, I use it for my dog for, you know, getting their, their fur all soft. Like a fish off. oil. Yeah, like a fish it's oil. Like a fish I, oil. I replace my fish oil with... Hemp oil. Okay, so does, does that mean if somebody finds hemp oil, they can't use that as medicinal? Well, not necessarily. It's really important to research what product you're looking into. You know, so I, I buy some hemp oil, and I'll give you some names here at the end. And mine says hemp oil, but you read on the back of it, it says full-spectrum hemp oil. Now, what does that mean? You have full-spectrum hemp oil, full-spectrum CBD, isolated CBD. Basically, the difference is... CBD isolate is CBD by itself. Now, it's beneficial, but it's not as effective with all the cannabinoids working together. When you have full-spectrum CBD or full-spectrum hemp oil, 
which are synonymous. They create what you call is an entourage effect, oh. which everything's working together. Sounds to fancy. Yeah, right. So like. You know, full spectrum CBD oil, you don't just have CBD. You have CBN, you have CBG, which are also, you know, shown to have anti inflammatory. Oh my. So you're telling me that they have more than just a CBD? Yep, there's 113 oh, in man. more different So, y'all, I'm sorry. I thought this podcast was going to help clear some things up, and I think I'm getting confused, but it's a lot of information, and I'm assuming you're definitely going to want to do your own research on this, but um, please, Gray, continue because I am learning so much. And the main thing just here is, is do your research, and if you're looking at CBD isolate and CBD full spectrum, the best example I can give you, CBD isolate would be like having a salad bowl full of greens, and maybe some salad dressing on top of there, and then CBD full spectrum, or hemp full spectrum, is going to be your salad, and there with some cucumbers, and there with some tomatoes, and oh. then your zesty salad dressing. Well, I know which one I'm going for. Yeah, exactly, and it all works together. Oh, I know I want the salad with all the all the things is that salad with just the dressing as beneficial as the salad with the cucumbers and celery and all of that or is it are they just all different things and they just do different things well it depends on what you're looking for with you or your dog so if i was just looking at anxiety then i'd, I'd probably do cbd isolate because that, okay. that helps out with that but if i'm looking for you know arthritis if i'm looking for um, so I have a supplement to help with anti-inflammatory or antibacterial or increased appetite, then I kind of want the full spectrum to get to get it ah, all together. That makes so much more sense now. Okay, so it's the full spectrum means everything that we have that you would need it for is in there. Yeah, that's not to say you can't use both. Right. So like okay. With my dogs, I have a hemp oil that I give with their food every single day just to help with their coat help with their skin, help with all that stuff. But I also will give my dog CBD oil along with that. For other things like anxiety for or... Things. Yeah, look, I use, I use CBD, CBD oil every day myself for my back, for anxiety, and I also use it with my dogs. And I was very skeptical at first when I, when I started using CBD oil. Um, I first started using CBD oil with my Border Collie. Actually, I actually have two hyper dogs. <laughs> I use it with my Border Collie because he's always running around trying to fetch the ball, and every time he fetches the ball, he kind of rolls over because he's so fast, like a border collie. Oh, yeah. And border collies get arthritis really, really quickly. And I started using CBD oil, and I didn't really notice a difference at first. So then I started upping the dose a little bit, and after my hikes or after playing ball, I noticed a lot less limping. Oh, In wow. fact, he's we go on long three-mile walks, three-mile hikes, and no limping at all. I also wow. use it with my Australian Shepherd, who's a little wacko, as you know, Nikki. <laughs> he is wacko. <laughs> I use it for him to kind of help him level out. To kind of help him relax in situations faster, to deal with stressful situations better. But it, I want to clarify this. It's not to be used as a Band-Aid. It, it's used to help right. address the problem, but it's not a fix-all wonder drug. So it's not like doing something like a, a Xanax. So people take Xanax or Valium to bring themselves down immediately. But it's not going to help with the underlying issue. Right, of anxiety. Yeah. So that's kind of what the CBD is for. It's yeah. it's it's to help with the underlying, like a Zoloft or yeah. Yeah, antidepressant. No. Yeah, and you will see effects. You know, you if you take it in large amounts, you will see effects pretty immediately. But it's really, really important that you use it as a supplement once in the morning, once in the night. You know, basically with with meals. And we'll get into the dosage a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, because I know that is a very 
complicated <laughs> thing to look at. Um, I know just trying to figure out dosages for CBD oil with my clients or our clients that I have to really look at how many milligrams are in the bottle and it can be very can be very overwhelming, but basically the CBD is to help with that underlying to help balance them out. Yeah. Basically, and, and you're not really going to see much of you know lethargy or not at all. You, you, shouldn't, see, you shouldn't see any side effects. Because um, I know people are going to be afraid about overdosing, and you know, and of course we go right back to that. Oh, is yeah. my dog going to be high? Oh yeah. But and, uh, and the good thing is it's virtually impossible to overdose on CBD. It's virtually impossible. You only have so many receptors in your brain to absorb the CBD. Honestly, and I think that's very interesting because that's not something I ever thought about that, you know, it can only fire so many, I guess. Yeah, and we're starting to see, you know, research is still coming out every single day, but just with seeing stuff with our clients, you know, I've had clients help out with their dog's seizures. Oh, wow. Um, help out with, you know, of course, arthritis, helping out with just eating better, uh, overall better health. I can see that. I really hope that more vets are starting to do some studying on this because I do think it has a lot of benefit. It's just truly understanding all the different things on the market because it's it really is overwhelming. And, and especially when you look at CBD for human versus CBD for dog. And I yeah. assume we're going to probably talk about a little bit on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the main difference there is is first of all the milligrams the dosage of how much cbd is going to be in that bottle of human grade mm -hmm. cbd yep or the filler whatever they're adding in to fill it up whether it's coconut oil whether it's fish oil whether it's alcohol i've seen some some human cbd oils <laughs> yeah the, our dog the puppy just uh <laughs> broke through the door um because the puppy loves uncle gray and um, it's so excited <laughs> and wants her own CBD. Bye, Pup Pup. We love you. And that was our awesome manager, Brittany, <laughs> quietly coming to get her. And no, I'm totally not editing that out. Um, we're going to keep that. And and actually, Miss Brittany, Gray might need another beer. Yes, we are drinking uh, because that's the way we're going to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first podcast together. And if y'all know us, well, you know how this is probably going for us. Um, where were we talking about before we got, we got uh, interrupted by the cute little puppy, Isabella Grace? Oh, the difference between human grade. Oh, yes, and, yes, and the fillers, yeah, right? So yeah. tell me about the fillers. That Are they putting more fillers in the dog version Whether than the, the human version? You know, I've I found that they're doing both. And, you know, I actually do use hemp oil that does have a little bit of coconut oil in it. And I looked at the ratio, and it's very, very, very low. Most of that is just to kind of help it with the taste. That's right, yeah. But, you know, you want to stay away. A general rule of thumb, you want to stay away from artificial flavors. You want to stay away from artificial colors, of course. You want to stay... You want to have the most basic... Because I've seen them, they, like, bacon flavor. Mm -hmm. And, and I... I don't like anything that's bacon flavored, yeah. not because I don't like bacon, just because it's usually not a real bacon. Yeah. But so you want to stay away from those type of, yeah. of and, and, additives. And you're more than welcome to use human grade with, with your dogs. You know, sometimes I use human grade CBD oil with my dogs. You just need to make sure you adjust the dose um, and make sure there's nothing harmful in the CBD oil that we can ingest that our dogs cannot ingest. We wouldn't want to use alcohol. Not at all. And so, you know, you want a non... Uh, or alcohol-free, no, I don't want to say non-alcoholic, yeah. alcohol-free version. Uh, the one I was recommending had one with alcohol and one with no alcohol. Um, and it was a human version just because it was more um, affordable, honestly, yeah. than dog version. But I guess I really need to look at the milligrams
that are in there, kind of like what we do with food. Yeah. How many calories per cup and feeding and how much you're spending for feeding, yeah, not the just the thing. bag. Okay. That's the main thing. You're also going to find, you know, researching online, there's a plethora of different types of ways to take CBD. There's treats, there's lotions, there's ointments, there's tinctures, which is what I prefer. That's the most popular way, a tincture, just the oil droppings. But, you know, one of my dogs absolutely hates hates the oil. He absolutely hates the taste of it. So I use the CBD treats for that. Just make sure that you're getting the most simple ingredients when you use treats. So the treats, are the treats typically going to be less milligram than, say, the oil? Not necessarily. Okay. Sometimes they do sell them in giant bags, and you read the back and it says, feed your dog six treats to give them, you know, five milligrams of, of CBD. And you're going to be going through that a lot then. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the main thing. Um, basic rule of thumb is don't skimp out on the price of, of hemp oil or CBD oil. What I've found is the cheaper hemp oil you get, the more additives you're going to have in it. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And just like, well, food, what we talk about on a regular basis. And here I was skimping out on CBD. Shame on me. Sorry, puppies. <laughs> so this is why we're doing this, so I can learn better as well. So are you seeing, though, that I know that when we look at prices and you can buy a, a human CBD for $20, $20, $30, whatever, and then there's dogs, it's like $70 and $80, but I don't know if that's a equivalent in the milligram. Mm. Or if it's just, hey, this is for dogs, so it's special. You know, as a woman, we pay more for things like shaving cream and and for razors and, and things like that. So are they doing that same thing with dogs? Unfortunately, yes. They are marketing it up for dogs. But also you got to realize that you got to look at the milligrams per bottle. Okay. Depending on your dog, say you have a 50-pound dog and you have a bottle with, you know, 250 milligrams. You're going to be going through that bottle a lot faster. Okay. So I, I would much rather get the bottle that has more milligrams and use less drops. Okay. That way you get more out of it, more more for your, more bang for your buck. Okay. And I'm sure you've got some um, ones that you like that we can talk about that yeah. maybe, you know, throw out there that we're not getting paid to. <laughs> I wish we were getting paid Unsponsored. to market it. We have no sponsors. If you'd like to sponsor us, hey, just shoot us an email. Uh, So (laughs) we'll be happy to send everybody your way for CBD oil. Um, Okay, so we have our, um, basically, the CBD hemp full spectrum is really what we're going for, bottom line. Yeah, we just want to make sure, you know, read on the back of it. If it says hemp oil, just make sure you look on the back and read the percentage of cannabinoids. You know, roughly you want to look at about 20% cannabinoids in there. Okay. Um, And just... And I keep saying this, but do your own research. That's the most important part. Yeah, do your own research. Yeah. Figure out what product works best for you and your family and your budget. And then ask some questions. Figure out if that oil has been third, third party tested. Figure oh. out if that the, the hemp or the marijuana they're growing with is organic. They use organic soil. They use pesticides or anything like that. Is there a, is there a location? I mean, you know, we look at Colorado and California and, and you know, Washington, and they're growing some great marijuana um, and some high-quality marijuana. And they are doing different kind of breeds. I guess you could call them breeds for different things, sleeping, anxiety, those type things. Is there a state or somebody that's doing cannabis? or excuse me, CBD better than any other state? Or is it just kind of depending on the manufacturer? Well, 
A lot of it is depending on the manufacturer. You know, unfortunately, the FDA does not regulate hemp, nah. so that's why there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of false products out there. Especially if you go on Amazon, that's the worst place you can go to buy it because there's so many different things on there that's not really not really CBD. But to an extent, yeah, the, the states that have legalized marijuana are doing a really good job of of cultivating the CBD okay. um, because they have learned. You know, to breed the plants to have more CBD and less THC, ah, okay. as opposed to industrial hemp, which you have industrial hemp, you need a lot of those plants just to get some CBD. Ah, that's interesting. It's an interesting take. So they both have their benefits, but it just depends on if you're looking for medicinal use or you're looking for a supplement. So the supplement we're talking is more like a fish oil to help with skin and coat. Our medicinal, we're talking anxiety. Um, arthritis. It's been known to help with seizures. And of course, anybody, if you have dogs that are that, please talk to your vet. Don't take them off their seizure medication and put them on <laughs> CBD. And I, more research probably needs to be done. But I mean, it is a big, um, it is a big talk out there. And I know there are a lot of people that are taking it and it's helping with their seizures and they're able to decrease their seizure medication. I think it's just a matter of us learning more about it. And, um, and really, like you said, doing your own research. But I will tell you guys, when you do research, this is why I made Gray do the research, because it is overwhelming. And frankly, I think he's a book nerd, and he's much better at it than I am. I'm, I'm just good at talking. And so it is a lot of information, and we want you know you guys to, to definitely look at it and, and don't just think that um, any CBD is going to be equal and and just because one is maybe 10 15 20 dollars which i was doing buying the cheap one um is going to be just as good but i know we have one that's local um here that they have everything from 250 milligrams up to like a thousand and so you know i I assume that if you have a big dog probably getting the thousand milligram you're going to be using a lot less so it's going to last longer Mm -hmm. so even though you're paying a lot you guys probably want to look at kind of how many doses you're going to get out of that. So. Absolutely. It's like buying a better brand dog food with ah, yes. better ingredients. Yes. You can feed them less of it. So then that gets into the big question that people get very freaked out about is how much do they give their dog? How do they figure out? Because a lot of a lot of the dog ones do have the dosage on the back, mm-hmm. their recommendation. Now, mm-hmm. I personally think that typical recommendations of anything, whether it's food or CBD, um, is going to be increased on the back of that label so that you're buying and spending more. I tend to agree with you. Sorry, big marketing guys. I, you know, it's just the way, maybe that's a myth and I'll listen to a podcast about that as a myth later. I don't know. But um, I would I would think that instead of just reading the back of that label, going with that, but tr- really truly figuring out what your dog should use. But also if you are going to go with a little bit of a, better priced but same quality in a human you're not going to have that dosage for the dog so you'll need to figure it out so how do these guys figure out the dosage for them yeah so obviously of course it's it's going to depend on the the manufacturer it's going to depend on what milligram you do buy but a general rule of thumb is one to five milligrams per 10 pounds so if i have a 30 pound dog i might start them off on Y'all, Brittany just brought us some more beer. My hero. Y'all, she is number one. And if you don't have a Brittany, you should find your own Brittany. You can say hi, Brittany. Yep, she waves. She waves. She's not much of a talker. <laughs> so, so we're as we're here. Yep, can y'all hear that? 
Can you hear me pour that in the glass? And you're all jealous right now, aren't you? Perfect pour. Oh, look at that. Now I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a strawberry abita. He's drinking my favorite beer from Germany, Franzenskanner Hefeweizen. Cheers, Gray, to our first podcast. It, Lord, y'all may never listen to us again. Okay, so, <laughs> all right, so now we're, okay, we're going back to one to five milligrams per 10 pounds of body weight. So give yeah, us so, your example so, again. So if I have a 30-pound dog, I want to start them off probably about one milligram twice a day. And remember, this is supplemental. So I want to give it, you know, once in the morning for breakfast and once at night with their dinner. You can just throw it on the food. Yeah, throw it in the food or throw it in the mouth. Um, if you do throw it in the mouth, make sure you put it under their tongue. That's the way it's absorbed. Don't try to put it on top of their tongue. Oh. Put it under their tongue. Very, very important you do that because not all of it will get absorbed. A lot of it will just go straight down into the stomach. Aha. Okay. And uh, so you can start off with one, one milligram and then you can work your way up depending on, you know, what symptoms you're seeing. If, if you're noticing your dog is, you know, still limping or having some problems, maybe it's up the dose. The good thing is you don't have to worry about overdosing them. There's not really a way to overdose them. So how long, do, so we always want to start with a lower dose. Mm-hmm. How long do we want to give that to kick in before going up to a higher dose? Give it a couple days. I would say give it a couple days. Don't try to move up too quickly because one, you're just going to be wasting money. And two, you don't, you're not giving it enough time to actually see the results. Okay. Cause I was thinking always, whenever I would give people a dosage, I'd start with it. And then in a couple weeks, increase it. Is that, can I do it faster than that? You can, if you'd like, okay. you can, if you'd like, but in general rule of thumb, one to five milligrams per 10 pounds, you're more than welcome to start with five milligrams. It's, it's okay, okay. to you. Um, but I always doing like, I like to start with the least amount and then go up from there. I do too. Because that I, way you really know what you need. I recommend that because it's always easier to go up as opposed to going back down. Yeah. Cause who, I mean, you don't want to do five milligrams per if you know, you don't really need that. Cause then you're going to go through the bottle. Mm-hmm. You waste money. You're going to waste a lot of money and we're all about saving money. Um, so that makes a lot more sense. Um, I hope you guys understood that. Uh, we'll try to put, maybe put together some type of. Um, maybe a handout or something that we can throw on the Facebook page. Yeah, or, I can type one up or, um, or we can throw it. Um, maybe we can put it in the description of this podcast. Yeah. We might can do that. Um, we'll get Brittany on that because she does all that stuff. <laughs> what else do we want to talk about with CBD? Well, def- we, have we really kind of covered it all? I don't know. Definitely. This is a scheme of the service, guys. This is just the most basic I can give you to not confuse the heck out of you. Yeah, because it really, when I was trying to do research, it was just so confusing and, and understanding the hemp versus the CBD. And then I'll tell you what I did find interesting, and I know that, that some people are still, and I know I keep going back to the THC, because I, I hear it from people, especially older people who've you know been around and marijuana was so bad in the 70s or other things um it it was uh i actually had a client who her mom was on cbd for um arthritis and and pain management and things of that nature and when she went back to her pain management doctor she was actually um excuse me not diagnosed she was tested and thc was in her system she tested for THC using a CBD. Now, I know it has a 0.03, and I guess it would still come up for humans maybe, but the pain, the pain doctor actually said, I can't, I can't give you pain meds if you're testing positive for THC. Oh, man. And I think that's ridiculous, yeah. right, because I think it's such a great, a great tool, but it's just the misunderstanding of it. But to be clear to everyone listening, 
there's no THC effect in the use of CBD and hemp oil with you or your dogs. Yeah, you would have to give a ungodly amount of, of, of CBD to show any sort of remotely... It, it is tested yeah. positive, but you're not getting the effects. Not at all. Yeah, not, this not woman, I mean, she never got the effects of it. Maybe she wished she had of. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe she should just go smoke some. Um, but, yeah, that's... It's just, there's a lot to it, and, you know, I'm sure there's going to be more information coming out and probably some books out on the market somewhere that's going to have maybe some clear um, instruction that goes a little bit deeper. Now, we didn't want to go too deep on this because yeah. it's overwhelming. It's, it's um, all blowing up right now, too. You know, it seems like CBD is everywhere. The, the stores are popping up. I keep saying that they, they know something we don't when it comes to medicinal marijuana. I feel like that medicinal marijuana is going to, be hitting our state. It's on its way. They got just the, going to be major for Tennessee. They got their foot in the door. So, and I, yeah, these CBD guys are, I'm going to go ahead and get started on that. So I'm a big believer in the medicinal marijuana, and I really hope that we do get that. But I also believe in using the CBD medicinally, and we do use it a lot with our clients with anxiety and fear and phobias, uh, just to help that, to balance that system out so that they can really accept what we're trying to teach them and accept that behavior modification. Yeah. And I a lot of times recommend my clients use it too, so that they're not as, uh, so that they're kind of on the same level as the dog, that they can both chill out and learn all the things that we're teaching. Uh, so do you have some that you recommend? Do you have some of your favorites? Yeah, I do actually. Um, so I, I, the one I've been using currently right now, it's called Pet Relief, and relief is spelled like L-E-A-F, like leaf. Oh, fancy. Um, I've been using that one a lot, and that's that's at a lot of local local shops around Nashville. But I've also been using uh, Tina CBD, which is actually a human-grade oh. CBD locally made here in Tennessee. Um, and I've, I've had good success with that. They seem to tolerate the pet relief better as in as far as taste. Uh, okay. Now, do you um, put yours on the food, or do you just put it under I, their tongue? I put – my Border Collie hates the taste of it, and I don't like to buy the treats just because it's so much easier to buy the oil. <laughs> yeah. I sprinkle that on, or I squirt that on his food, just so he doesn't hate his life. Yes. Eat it. Um, my Australian Shepherd, I put it straight under his tongue, and he seems to enjoy it. My other recommendation would be Honest Paws. They have a really good reputation. Oh, um, never or heard of them. Merrick Wellness is also a good one. But the really? main thing with all this is that you research that company and make sure they're third-party tested, because you never know if these companies are going to advertise a product that's could be less potent or more mm, potent than makes they're advertising. Sense. Makes sense. Um, I know that we first started buying it from uh, a company, If I, I hope I get it right, and I should have probably looked it up before we did this podcast, Canapet. Canapet. Canapet was one that we started on to see how Jake would do with it, and that was kind of our first um, real introduction with CBD. That was the capsules, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was the capsules, and and he, he hates thunderstorms. And he still doesn't like them, but it just seemed to make him make better choices yeah. during that thunderstorm. So instead of the, the, a lot of visceral response and, the, and that panting and pacing and trying to, you know, to take his 75-pound body and stick it under your armpit, he was able to just to make the choice to go get in the bathtub. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and if y'all want to know what that's about, you need to go back and listen to the podcast about thunderstorms because I explain that with the bathtub. But, but yeah, that's um, the, the canopet. And I think they had capsules and treats and they may have had the oil but yeah but so that's at least one company 
I'm aware it is super expensive. Yeah. But now that I understand more about dosage, it's probably really not as expensive as I originally thought. Yeah, I, I would stress that you don't want to skimp out on the quality of, of hemp oil you want to buy. Definitely don't go on Amazon and find the cheapest one. Because that's what I, no, y'all forgive me because those that are listening to this, that I have sent you the link to Amazon, to the one that I'm recommending, my apologies. But now I am more educated and we'll do, we'll do a much better job with that. Yeah, you're, you're just going to find thousands of hemp oils on, on Amazon and, and I'd say 75% of those are just hemp seed oil, which hemp seed oil is good oil, but it's what we were talking about earlier. It's, just fish oil. Yeah, it's, it's a, like a, it's fish a moisturizer. Oil. It helps with you know, clog pores. So really find, yeah, find a company that specializes yeah. in it, not yeah. just, hey, we make this along with 38 other products. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And just making sure that that product is third-party tested and has the cannabinoids in it that they're advertising. Um, the cannabinoids are what has the medicinal effects in it. The hemp itself, not so much. So I'm really feeling like finding companies that are smaller companies, which we do have a couple of locals here and the, the tennis what is it, Tennessee BD? Tennessee BD, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's hard. Tennessee BD, I know, is local. Um, and I think they're just in Franklin or something. Yeah, I, I think so. So, yeah, I mean, so you, you've got some local places and maybe find um, some small companies because a lot of small companies, if that's what they're doing, they're going to make it the best product. Whereas a lot of large companies may, even though they have more money, they may still skimp out on things. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just, I guess, do that research. Oh, we keep coming back to that. Now you're probably like, why do we even listen to the podcast? we got to do our own research. Uh, because you like to hear us. Don't lie. <laughs> All right. So, is there anything else we need to throw out there? I mean, that was... That was a lot. Thank God for Brittany being the bartender. Yeah, that helped out a lot. I mean, uh-huh. you know, it's, I can tell you guys, though, that I truly believe in it, and we really have started using it as um, as kind of a, a help with our behavior modification. We are using it to, to get these guys off of Prozac, get them off of Trazodone, get them off of, you know, basic Band-Aids. And that's what he was saying. Don't yeah. don't just use it as a Band-Aid because it's not going to. You don't want to just give it to the dog when there's a thunderstorm coming. Yeah, that's, that's what I was about yeah. to say. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's not a Band-Aid. It's not a fix-all. It, it's to help you work on the problem easier. Yeah, it's a piece the of the puzzle. Easier. Yeah, it's yeah. a piece of the puzzle. And... Yep. You know, the main thing I can tell you, the main thing I can reiterate is just... Do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> I know, guys. Y'all are going to be tired of hearing that. Do your own research. Or just research the companies. Research the companies. And, and, and make milligrams. sure you know you're getting a good quality product is and, the main thing. Okay. And do we want to maybe um, add something to our page or something? Maybe we can come up with a little... Not only the um, the dosage, but some of the products that we recommend. Yeah, I can put a I can put a table up there. That'd be good. Of weight, of, by weight, we can also put some companies to recommend on there. All right, so Gray's gonna put that together. He'll throw it to Brittany, and she'll put it somewhere. Perfect. And so you guys just have to make sure that you check out the Facebook page. Make sure you uh, get on the website, like us on Facebook, sign up for the newsletter. Um, you, you know, get with us so that you can stay current with all the new information that we're throwing you guys um because there is a lot of this and and a lot of information of cbd and hemp and i think having a little bit of that will help you to at least get started Mm -hmm. to start to feel more comfortable then you can maybe buy a different brand or find something that may work better for your dog and those type things and just try it out and use your own experiences as you know as um 
it's proof. I mean, well, here's the thing. This is what I tell people. You want to make sure that you give it a chance. You're not really going to see anything major different. Mm-hmm. But what you'll start to see is small little things about your dog making a choice, making a better choice faster, calming down faster, handling a scary situation a little better. Um, but it's not going to fix everything. Mm-hmm. But just know that, you know, I don't want you going, well, it's not working and I've done it for a week and it's not, I don't see any difference. It's not going to be that obvious. And if you're not doing any type of behavior modification, it's really not going to do a whole lot for you if you're using it for behavior issues. Now, if you're using it for arthritis um, or, you know, some of those other medicinal properties or medicinal things that you need, you're probably going to start to see your dog not limping after playing ball. But if you're using it for behavior, you guys have to give it a chance. You want to do some behavior modification. Find you a positive trainer if you don't have one. And and put it together because it really is just one piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And then if you feel like you need it yourself because your dog is living off your anxiety, then find your own. And now, do you, Greg, do you know the dosage for people? Or is it, would it still be one to five relatively, from ten? Relatively the same. Oh, wow. Relatively the same. Which luckily most of, you know, most of the ones do have dosage. But just keep in mind that I still think that they probably tell you to give more than you really need. They do. So, they do. so keep that in mind. Um, Greg, you got anything else to add? I feel like we nailed this. I as, did. I as did. Goofy but, as, you know. as goofy as we are. Um, if you have more to add, by golly, we can do that. Um, or we can just get off here quit for the day, and drink some more. It's totally up to you. I would just say, you know, I would never recommend any product that I've never used myself. Um, I've used this. I've seen the clients work. It's made a huge difference in my life, personally, with me, my back problems, anxiety. And it's also made a huge difference in my life as far as my dogs are concerned. Um, I really, really, really stand behind CBD. And I think think it's the next next thing coming up. I I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's... It's just we're just at the tip of the iceberg of what CBD can do. And I, I also think we're at the tip of the iceberg of what medicinal marijuana can do. But, Lord, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Maybe next time for that one. <laughs> Well, great. Thanks for taking time out every day and you're packing for your new house to come out and tell us all about that and teach us what we need to know. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Great. My pleasure. I'm, I hope I could help. And thank you for having me. Hey, I hope you'll come back and do this again. Absolutely. All right. You guys have a great week. And uh, spread the word so that we can have Dog Speak Geeks across the world.